Um, so I've been. Um... Hey, I just thought I thought this the other day. So I'm going to interrupt you just for a second because we don't introduce. This is weird about this podcast, and I don't know if it's a thing that you do do or don't do, but we don't introduce ourselves at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Welcome to the Movieville.org podcast, episode number 38. I'm Curran. I'm Kushal. That feels better. That feels weird. It's good. All right. Well, we we might do that. No one. Live live production meeting that we're having here. Excellent. Okay. So what are we talking about? Curran? Um, I never call you that. That's so weird. It's really weird, yeah. You just say, wait, wait, dude. Um, I've been away for a month. Laranyaum. I've been away for a month. Yep. Um, so we still managed to put a podcast out, but that was slightly delayed by three weeks. Three weeks? Stop asking me questions when I put <laughs> chips in my mouth. Chips. Um, so it was slightly delayed for about a few weeks. So I was going to apologize for that, but whatever. Uh, so a few weeks we were, we were hang on a minute I got a show out I got a show out it was delayed by about two weeks okay who was that because of though was it me was it my fault um no I think I wouldn't point the finger at anyone it was it was we, <coughs> we made plans you said that when you get there you get on a holiday we'll do another thing but I, I mean I, I kind of knew that wouldn't happen because once you're on holiday you're in holiday mood and then I thought I didn't want to ring you because you're on holiday and um, even if you'd be excited and want to do all, all podcasty things, I knew that uh, your other half would probably be like, Yeah, to be fair, we were out most of the time. There wasn't really any time we were like just indoors. So I went away for a month. So we went to uh, my wife and I, Hina, her name is. So we went away for a, like a, a late honeymoon. Um, I'm at. I'm at. Uh, we went to uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Hawaii. And wow. Toronto, Toronto. Is that how all the Indians are saying it? Hawaii. That's how the Hawaiians say it. No, Toronto. Toronto, yeah. Toronto. The lady on the flight was Indian, and she's like, what "Welcome lady? to Toronto." There was only one lady on the flight. That was Indian. She's like, "Welcome to Toronto." Rewind. Who is this person? The air hostess thingy. Why? What, am, what have I said wrong now? Nothing. There was one air hostess on your flight. No, there was one. They're Indian not called that anymore, are they? They're called bar stewards or something. Are they really? Air stewards. Air stewards. Stuart. Air stewards. Air stewards, yeah. That's, that's sexist. What called them all Stuart? Yeah. <laughs> um, look. Sup? Did you have a nice time? It was amazing. It what was, was good? the best time of my life. What, what, where you went to LA first? Yeah, we, we landed at LA. We were there for nine days. I've been there before, so but my wife hasn't. So we did so the typical um, touristy things: Hollywood Boulevard, uh, Universal Studios, Disneyland, all that stuff. And then um, from there, we went to flew to San Francisco. We were there for three days. Again, more touristy stuff. Then we drove. No, we, again, we flew to Las Vegas. Um, that was good. That was brilliant. We went to Fremont Street, which I'd never done before. Right. Been Fremont Street before. Been Vegas. Yes. Okay. Oh, a long time ago. Fremont Street. Don't remember. It's the old part of Vegas. What's and there? Everything. It's honestly, it's the it's much better than the actual 
strip. Yeah, it rings a bell, but I was very young. Uh, there's a lot more to do and everything is much cheaper there. And even the casinos are much cheaper. So they start from like 50 cents. They will start from 50 cents, five what, cents. What is there? What, what, which, it's just, which it's casinos just and hotels old, are there? Old, old Vegas. So um, there's no, I don't know there's not a branded uh, hotels and stuff. It's, oh, okay. There's a few dotted around, but mainly old, old Vegas. Cool. You've probably seen pictures of it before, but it was great. Great. It was surprisingly less less built up than the thing. Oh, that sounds good. And then you flew to Hawaii. No, we, then we yeah, sorry, we flew to no, we drove back to Los Angeles for one more day, and then we flew. You drove. I drove. Yeah. Nice. And then and uh, have we, you ever have you driven over there before? No. How was that? It was great. The first, initially it was strange because <laughs> um, <coughs> sorry, the whole being on the wrong side of the road thing. But the roads are much wider, so it's almost easier to navigate um, and stay on the side of the road. But it was good. We hired a car for nine days initially, and then we hired another car going back to Los Angeles. And then we can, I, can I just back you up there and say it is the wrong side of the road? It's not the other side of the road. It's the wrong side of the road. Why is it the wrong side of the road? Uh, I think it comes down to um, some French kings that were left-handed. Um, or was it Napoleon? Was Napoleon left left-handed? Was, so yeah. when when you pass each other um, on on stairwells and the way stairs go up around castles, and then when troops pass each other, they pass each other on the right-hand side. Yeah, mm. like like we drive over here, where the cars go past us on the yeah. right-hand side. So you walk on the left-hand side, and people pass you on the right-hand side, and that is because the right-hand side is your sword arm. And your left-hand side is where you'd hold your shield, unless you were left-handed. If you're left-handed, it's the like other jousting. way around. Yeah. So this, I think it was Napoleon. I have to look this up. I'll have to put it in the show link. Not that it's fucking relevant to anything we're doing. It's interesting, though. Um, would put them the would 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 obviously he was left-handed, so shield arm was his right arm. So he wanted people to pass him on his left-hand side so that was his sword arm his advantage and their disadvantage because they're all right-handed which means if there was an assassin or someone that wanted to attack him he would automatically have a sort of um, situational advantage by passing them on the other side and that filtered down through to how the troops would pass each other how people would pass each other on the roads how stairwells were built the other way around and um eventually roads wow so it is the wrong side did not know that I don't like it when you say that. What? But it's the wrong side. Interesting. So, so you got used to driving on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, it was great. Uh, almost too used to it, actually. But it was. I, I thought when I got back, I would. I'd get used to that, but I, um, I was got back into it when I when I got home, driving on the right side. The correct side. The correct side. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then we flew to Hawaii after LA. Uh, the last day of LA, whatever. Hawaii, and then... Well, well, which, which, where did you go in Hawaii? What islands? We went to Oahu. 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 Or how do you say it? Oahu. Is it U or O? Oahu. Oahu. Um, we went to Honolulu. Is that... that, that you just Honolulu. Saying, you're just making that up. No, that's how they say it. Honolulu. Honolulu. <laughs> and then we're in Waikiki. Um, but it was great. Being there was great. Hey, we're, I've got a guy. I've got a guy now. I know from Hawaii. I'm going to ask him. Ask him what? So a friend of mine says that Honolulu said Honolulu. 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 So yeah, it was great. We stayed in the... Is he going to um, punch me? What? Is he going to punch me? Yes. Okay. And then we'll, if we'll do the hacker first. That's not from Hawaii. What? They do hackers there. 
At least that's what we were told. If they, if if that guy told us the wrong information, then he is wrong. Okay, fine. They have uh, they have different forms, dances, different you know? unless it was just a, unless he was talking about something else. Pacific Island war dances from different islands. Okay, fine. We we went to actually a, a place called the Polynesian Cultural Center. Okay, which is cool because they recreated villages from all the Polynesian islands, so Fiji, uh, Samoa, um, Aotearoa. Which is like New Zealand. Aotearoa. Aotearoa. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. And then um, obviously Hawaii and I think there was something else as well. But it was good because... Where is old Zealand? That's Australia, isn't it? No. (laughs) There must be a place called Zealand. You actually look... You can look it up. What? Have you got... There is actually a place called Zealand. Believe it or not. Where is it? It looks like... Netherlands. Hey, let me see. Yeah, but that, there is a Zealand. There's a Zealand. Zealand. Okay, should we put that in the links? Yeah, we should save. put this in the link. Yeah, let's do that. Show notes. First link. No, second link. First link. When did you put the Saudi things in? Um, cool. New Zealand. So yeah, so then we uh, <coughs> saw this. All they, they just showed you like the there's different ways of there's different ways of living. I guess they showed us all the different villages and um, everybody there was dressed in their specific, like, I don't know what you call it, native clothing, and they showed us all the different types of cultural ways of living. So every, all the, they have different dances as well. And at the end of this day, um, they take it to a luau. Do you know what luau is? Um, a little foodie dancey thing. Sure, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, a Hawaiian foodie dancey thing? Hawaiian foodie dance. It was like a buffet. A Buffett, Jimmy Buffett, and then uh, yeah, that was it. We were there for five days, did quite quite a few things, went snorkeling, did all that. I learned how to float for the first time in water. Oh, uh, say, so this is you said something interesting the other day when you came back. You said that it was really major experience for you because um, you don't really swim. I can't swim. I find this interesting because I feel like everyone grows up swimming. Well, how do you? How do you? But but you're not the first person I've met. In and around Leicester, um, well, uh, we we can't swim as a, as a people in Leicester can't swim as a young. Well, we did go swimming when I was at school. They used to take us swimming every every Tuesday, so we did go swimming. It's not that we didn't took us to uh, whatever swimming swimming. They, call it, they took you swimming and you can't swim. I I think they'd stopped after a while or something with funding or whatever it was, but surely it was a free thing, right? I don't know. But they used to take a bunch of kids and then every. Every so often, we, I don't know, we never did anything else but kick from the side of the pool. Oh, really? Yeah. You never went in the pool? We went in the pool, but like we, we kicked, like, do you know what I mean? Like, inside the pool. We never swam, I don't know what weird shit you're doing with your fingers there. Don't do that, please. It, it disturbs <laughs> me. No. That's, <laughs> is that two legs kicking, is it? Yeah. Okay. Good. So you hold on to the side. I'll, and I'll give, let me give you some good life advice. Don't ever do that in public hey. to anyone. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know why we never did that. I don't know. We just some kids would swim, but that's because they could. I don't know what it was. Okay, well that's terrible. Schooling. Actually, no. Would you like to take I, down your school for just not actually teaching you how to swim? I remember now because they would just give us floats and worms and stuff, and we would all piss worms? around. Yeah, there's foam worms. Oh right. Um, we would just float around and piss worms. Around. Yeah. 
Noodle. Noodles. Fucking. They call them worms back then. You can't say that my school gave me worms. The school gave me worms. Yeah, two reasons to sue them. You didn't help me swim and, I, and, and gave me worms. Um, so that's what we did. <laughs> hey, so then, yeah, Hawaii, and then we uh, flew to Toronto. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you ask an Indian, then, yeah, the first O is unnecessary. It's just Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. But it was a great. We got, we got back last Monday. Went straight back to work on Tuesday. Came straight back home after four minutes of being there. <laughs> Spent the rest of the day in bed. Uh, and that was it. <laughs> was your work? Well, well, they could see that you were... Yeah, they were cool about it there. They were really cool. That was a bad... bad that was not good. Yeah. Okay, cool. That sounds like a really sort of great round the world, half the world, put of America, not really that much of the world trip. It was great. enough of the world. Yeah. Uh, did you like San Francisco? We loved it. It was probably one of our favorite places there, apart from the fact that it's just too goddamn expensive to live. Why? What? Why is it what? I don't know why, but um, most of the people who work there don't actually live in San Francisco. Okay. Um, the houses are incredibly expensive. In fact, we drove past an area through a, when because we went on a tour, and there were a lot of houses that were worth in the like 30 million like, region. Um it was actually, you know, Daniel Steele, the author. Uh, not, I don't remember. Daniel Steele, the author? I've never met her. So she owns a house in San Francisco that takes up basically a quarter of a block. Yeah. Or probably a whole block or something. And that house has 56 bedrooms in it. But she doesn't live there. She just visits San Francisco. She actually lives in France. So that's just a hotel. Yeah, but nobody else lives there. Okay. Wow. Yeah. We so, should talk about movies. Let's talk about movies. That was a huge waffly intro, wasn't it? Yeah. I've been doing nothing, by the way. Just working and gymming and reading and a bit of coding. And spent two days upgrading the Movieville site, but it's all upgraded on the back end, not on the front end. So there's no difference anyone on the front end will see. Uh, that's next time. Uh, but it's a bit more stable and it's a bit more secure and now we have the ghost public API available so we can take off posts and, you know, create information streams connected to uh, whatever. Um, I've been watching loads of films while you went away. I've actually lost count of the number of films that I've been watching since you were away. Uh, what, really? What have you been watching? No, what have you been watching? Because you're watching What's Up? What's Up With Your Mic? Keeps going down. I feel like I'm doing that. You can't keep it up. Yep. Still can't keep it up. <laughs> we need to lift it up. And then really give it some. <laughs> no. We have to No. <laughs> Jesus. Let's keep let's keep it up here for now. Okay. This is gonna go down. You do look slightly weird, but that's fine. <laughs> oh dear. Movies. What did you watch a while you're away on the plane? What you've been thinking I'll about? What, I tell you what I watched. This is ridiculous. Um, I watched a, a brilliant film with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in. It's called Demolition. Jake Gyllenhaal. It's God. I think it's probably one of the better films I've seen in a long time. Thinking about it now, the film is about um, so Jake Gyllenhaal at the beginning of the film. Uh, we see him and his wife in the car. And the driving, 
Um, she's driving even, and they come off the bridge, and um, she's distracted for a split second, and they get into an accident, a car accident, but her side of the car is crushed, resulting in her to die. This isn't this isn't a spoiler. This is actually in the synopsis of the film. See, I'm always telling my wife that when she's driving. Just stay focused on the road. Any second now, your whole of your side of the car is going to be squashed. Worse, my side of the car could be squashed. No, no. Yeah, well, yeah. But he survived. So he, See, was, he was the he, lucky one. He got lucky. She didn't ruin his life. Um, but his character is brilliant because he has... So there's something wrong with him mentally because he has no emotion whatsoever. When his wife dies... He just goes on just, I don't know. He's in the hospital when his wife dies. Um, goes to the vending machine. This is immediately after she's died. He found out she's dead. Doesn't, doesn't, whatever, carries on. Goes to the vending machine. And um, he, I believe it's M&M's he tries to buy. And they get stuck. And so once they get stuck, he's starts sending letters to the customer service of this vending machine company because the hospital can't deal with it. And he continuously sends letters to this, this, this company and he starts forming a relationship with the person who's reading this letter. And she's try, she starts stalking him and they get into a relationship and it's just the strangest film I've ever seen. That but it, is, sounds very strange. But it's really good because he just plays this person who has just no emotion whatsoever and he's trying to keep up this appearance um, or not. After a while, he just doesn't care. He just kind of continues in this weird god it's, it's a brilliant film really yeah sounds really, good. really weird yeah strange definitely strange but uh, worth the huge worth a huge watch what does that mean worth a watch cool okay um what's it called demolition demolition there you go we'll put that on um <clears throat> what have you been watching oh man i don't remember it's, you've been away for ages everything um, anything of note? I've been watching a lot of animations. Um, really nerdy. This is really nerdy. I went through a whole back catalogue of DC animations, the Green Lantern stuff. I'd hate. I know we keep talking about comics, and I'm always the one that says, "Let's stop talking about comic fucking films." True. But all I've been doing is going through back catalogue of animated Green Lantern, animated Batman, old animated Batman, um, the new Avengers Assemble series, which is like given away so much of, of stuff that will be in the films. There's like sort of fights between Thor and Groot and um, Gamora and Black Widow and um, really interesting sort of... So it's basically Infinity War. It, 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 yes, yes. Shit. It's cool. And it, I mean, it's not, there's not much depth to it because it's obviously just, you know... Kids, yeah. Yeah, it's made for kids. But there's enough there for a comic fan to watch and enjoy and have a catch up around all of these things. Um, hey, yeah. Deathstroke's been cast in the new Batman film. Deathstroke has been cast. Um, who is it? Joe Manganiello. Benjamin. Mm -hmm. What? He's ripped as crap. Have you seen True Blood before? That rings a bell. Uh, Joe Manganiello. Manganiello. Mangi. Mangi. Manganiello. M A N G I I A N E A N L O E L L O L L O Mangia Manganeo Manganeo Joe Manganeo Oh yeah 
cool. Good eyes. Yep, that's good. Um, what's do you know him from somewhere? Has he been in? He's been a bunch of stuff. He was um, Flash Thompson in the original Spider-Man films. Flash Thompson in Spider-Man films. Oh, we go. Yeah, True Blood. Conan. Okay. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. When he was younger, without a beard. Okay, cool. Um, that is interesting. Uh, and what is that for? Uh, the new Batman film. The Ben Affleck one. So I'm assuming it'll be after Justice League or something. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Uh, okay. So obviously we're really desperately trying not to talk about the fact that we've both watched Suicide Squad. Hmm. Everyone's expressed their opinions on Suicide Squad. Yes, it's it's okay, but a disappointment, but it's a bit better, and it's kind of good, got good things, but lots of bad things, and what the fuck were they doing? Um, what was your feeling? How did you did you feel like... Were you excited? When, where did you watch it? San Francisco, actually. When we initially watched it, because it was, you know, it'd been out at this point, been out maybe for a week, a week and a half. And so... Um, we wanted to watch it desperately because we'd seen all the trailers. We all kind of wanted to watch it. And we went to went into the theater and we watched like the first, after the first maybe 45 minutes, we were like, this is great. Like, where can they go from here? And then all of a sudden it just starts taking a dive and it's just, everything is like, feels like there's bits missing between the middle and the end. Yeah, there was loads. Yeah, loads of bits missing. There's an entire Joker film missing. Yeah, exactly. Um felt like we knew nothing about these characters between the middle and the end. The characters just took a complete 180. Uh, and it just, it, the, the ending, and I hate using this term because it's really cliche and everybody uses it so much, it was rushed. It, 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 that's what it felt like. The entire ending was rushed. Um, okay, so, um, wow. I mean, it was such a great start and such a terrible crash um by the end well i i found it uh, first of all i found it amusing that they were just it, it's like they'd listened to our our diversity podcast episode <laughs> and then said yeah all of those things that are wrong let's do all of those yep let's take a character let's do this and and then and then it was like it was like i mean beyond self groin punching it was it was I mean, okay. We can look past the um, Will Smith is angry. Will Smith. Will Smith just plays friendly. Will Smith. Angry. Will Smith. Yep. Friendly. Will Smith. Angry. Will Smith. Yep. He's as bad as Shadow Khan. Um. Yeah. But yeah, passable. Yeah, we love him. Everyone loves him. You know. Um. It's entertaining to watch and all that stuff. But if we can we dig into those other characters for a second? I mean, what what the hell was going on with some of these other characters? There was some like. Um, it's like someone said, right? I want a really sort of stereotypical Latino gangster guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was I want just, a really yeah. sort of stereotypical black guy that plays Killer Croc. He mm. I don't even want a huge, big bodybuilder to represent his power. Just a regular guy with a weird mask, and then he's going to want to watch BET because we're trying to kind of insinuate that he's he black. He's, he's black, and 
And it was like, and that way we'll somehow get people from diverse backgrounds watching this because then there's like a Latino guy and a black guy and there's some white people. And, and then, of course, Will Smith's in it. And in like, so that hits the different. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing with this car? Oh, my God. A racial has, quota has been hit. Fucking so irritating that you can't appreciate the film because of this nonsense that's going on. Seriously, what do you want in your room? B-E-T. <laughs> I was in the cinema going, what the fuck is this? And, and, and what is the deal with Killer Croc? He looked like he was malnutrition Killer Croc. Yep. Um, and this so, is the thing, and this is, it kind of boils down to, I don't know. This is going to sound weird. This film to me was bordering on uh, almost minus the Enchantress stuff. This is bordering on uh, Nolan verse because they were trying to go for quote unquote realism. And Killer Croc is huge. Now, in, the, in the animated series, the right, comics. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of envisioned him. When you think of Killer Croc, you kind of envision the lizard in Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. I, yeah, I imagine like them that, that taking kind of um, the CG team from War, Warcraft, from yeah. the Warcraft, yeah, film yeah, yeah, and creating some beast. Yeah, but he's, I don't know, it didn't work. And then Diablo, the Latino gangster, was just, uh, like you said, he's a, he was a stereotypical gangbanger who um, had obviously found God. I assume, assumingly, assuming. Oh man, it was ridiculous. I mean, I know it's just very, very disappointing because, like, what is what are you doing? So, uh, and then there was the soundtrack. What the fuck was going on there? Rick Ross in it. Who's Rick Ross? Oh, Rick Ross did the soundtrack. Uh, no, no. Oh, wait, are you talking about the score or are you talking about the movie music? No, not the score. Music. Like the the, the other tracks that were soundtrack. chosen. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, that was weird. It was like, let's just take random tracks yep. that don't fit with any scene. Yep. Just because they have words in there that may match up to the film. That's not even why. I, I know it's just so fucking obvious why they did this. And it's because Guardians. Because Guardians, where there is a story, there is a, there is a story, um, there's a driver. There's a story, there's a motivational story-based driver for the music in Guardians. It is the last thing given to him by his mother, who he didn't say bye to before he was taken away, before he was abducted. Yeah. So th this is that's a strong emotional link. And these songs are from a period of time. And when he plays them, it reminds him of, of that feeling. Yep. And that this is a powerful story um, a mechanic that a good author has used to put into a story that then feeds back to the soundtrack where the soundtrack itself that he's listening to becomes the soundtrack of the film. You can't just take some random tracks that you like that you think are cool and classic tracks and just slap them across a film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was frustrating. I, I did enjoy, I did enjoy seeing Batman in there and Flash. Yeah, that was they were cool. pleasant. Yeah, I did enjoy that. People are upset with that. People are saying, oh, it wasn't done in a good way or whatever. What you? How can you? I, I mean, thought, I thought it was brilliant. Oh, it was brilliant. If they keep Captain Boomerang and put him in Justice League or something, I would be happy with that. What is the deal with Boomerang? I enjoyed that. Why? What? 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 what who? What is going on with this random Boomerang guy? He's Captain Boomerang. 
flashes like one of his like primary arch nemesis. But I enjoyed that because I enjoyed the fact that he was the one to capture Fla- um, Captain Boomerang. Flash was the one to get him. Yeah. And that was cool. That kind of introduced us to the beginning of that kind of relationship. And I don't know how they're going to, they probably won't even put a part in him for Justice League. But um, just, just the idea that, you know, we knew that or, I don't know, maybe it was a, a little gift for the fans. I don't know. More Batman, more Joker. Um, I did feel terribly sorry for Jared Leto. His Joker was, his joke, Jared Leto's Joker was the best thing in the film. Yeah, absolutely. Without doubt. And he was not in the film. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's a bad thing that. I um, think it's a bad thing. No, because do we really want to associate the Joker with the Suicide Squad? Right. I think, well, no, we don't, but they needed something. Yeah. 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 And that Enchantress shit was not, was not it. Yeah. Yeah. So they needed something else. And that other thing is the Joker. The Joker is so appealing in, in, in his um, unique psychosis, in, in, ha- in his response to everything. He's always entertaining to watch. Everyone has a different take on their Joker. This Joker was much more old school. It was much more like the comics. It was yep. much more like the um, um, crazy, slightly weirdly adjusted uh, uh Nolan's much... joker was a psycho yep this joker reminded me of the the arkham joker yeah this joker was that just completely mental social misfit who is it borders on other things like yeah. um, like the animated joker the animated joker the arkham i guess they're both one the same really but that this was the joker i think that many fans know the way he played it and i'm glad that he didn't use anything or Tried to copy Heath Ledger's Joker, yeah, um, because that was something in itself. But this was more of what we know. And also, more I saw Joker. this more Joker. And I saw this something this morning. Uh, it has probably been out on the internet for a while. It has been, but um, on his uh, this is just a little trivia, really. Yeah. On his right arm, he's got a tattoo of a dead Robin. Does he? Yeah, with what? like in a, the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, which is cool. Which is Jason Todd. What do you mean, Jason Todd? Jason Todd is the first, first Robin. I always get this wrong. He's the first Robin. The fact that he killed Jason Todd. This is interesting. Yeah. In the animated uh, things that I've been watching, there's like a 3D animated one. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who these people are by, who these series, which people made these things. We have to. Oh, let's do some work and put it in things. So 3D animated Batman and 3D animated. Green Lantern, which is pretty good, uh, and the Batman. Uh, in the three animated Batman, there's no Robin. It's um, interesting take on the story. It's Alfred Pennyworth's goddaughter, who turns out to be Katana, and it's a fucking brilliant pairing. It's really cool. Uh, and if they take that to the movies, that that derivative of the story was, is 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 very cool. Sorry, Jason Todd was the second Robin. Okay, first one was Tim Drake, right? Okay, now that name rings a bell. You know what? I, we're talking about this a lot, and I want to defend why we're talking about it because there's lots of other. Dick movies. Grayson was the first Robin. Tell me, oh, how can I forget that? Dick Grayson. Oh yeah, see, it's all coming back to me now. I had actually had an argument with a guy at work who 
basically said that and I couldn't remember and he just they said Dick Grayson and I was like name rings a bell he goes don't you know who it is yes I do can't remember who he goes Robin oh yeah it is you're right I can never remember that defend defend we have to watch them there is going to be a whole series of films and all the films are linked together all the films have story points that link back to other stories so if you watch what's the latest Marvel film um, Captain America yep Civil War goes Violet Nerdy whatever it's called you've watched all the Iron Man films you've watched the other Captain America films you've watched the Avenger films Avengers films film films and now you're watching another film which is a Captain America film it's got the Avengers in it it's got these built up characters in it there are running jokes that go throughout all the films you've enjoyed the other films and now it all comes together to highlight and amplify the quality of the story that you experience when you're watching Civil War. Civil War, on its own, if it was the first film that was out, would be shit. There was no depth to any of those characters. Yep. There, was, there was nothing. On its own, it's out of context. It's shit. Yeah? You kind of just have to... You build it up in your mind because of your experiences from the previous films because they all become one big film anthology. For that to have the maximum effect... We, as the viewers, have to watch all of the films to be able to. Um, we have to be able to. We have to watch all of the films to be able to experience all those running jokes and story points and things in the future. Which means when these films comes out, when these films come out, they're not one-off films that you just watch and say yes or no. You have to watch them, otherwise the later films won't make any sense. Yeah. Yep. So that's what's making this really painful because we have to watch these early films. And they're shit. And the, I think the problem was with, and it just highlights the point you were saying, the problem with Suicide Squad is if the casual moviegoers to watch these films, we know little to nothing about these characters. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I knew little about them anyway. Um, I knew a bit about Killer Croc from Batman the Animated Series. Uh, obviously, Harley Quinn. But the other characters we knew nothing about. Then. There was no utterance of them in, in Batman v Superman. They could have done some kind of introduction, but there was nothing. If you're going to have Batman in the film, surely have some kind of bridge between Suicide Squad and, 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 and Batman v Superman. It's something that the yeah. Marvel films do really well. And I'm not saying copy what they're doing, but have some kind of introduction. Amanda Waller talking about these people in Batman v Superman. Anything that would have given us some kind of introduction. That's what they did with Justice League characters in the film. They, that, you know, they rushed into that, granted, but we had some kind of introduction to these characters. We knew who they were in a, visually. We, no one spoke about them, but we saw them. That was the problem with Suicide Squad. We knew nothing about them. And so because we didn't have any background to these characters, we had no relationship to them. And it just kind of like, well, who? I have no link to this person. I have no feelings towards this person, no, no connection. So I can't really feel anything where this character to die or whatever. It's just its own standalone film and doesn't work minus the part with the Batman and, and Joker and things. It doesn't really work as part of the extended universe, which is annoying. It was literally a, a, a side story being told for the sake of being told. I, I agree. That's Thanks. Quite, no, no. no. <laughs> um, I haven't watched Ghostbusters. Me neither. I want to watch it. I think people have slagged it off 
they said, what's the point? They're just trying to go extra PC. It's it's all women. They're all women. But you know what? I I don't care. It's not a serious film. It's a fun film. It's not trying to prove a point. It's not trying to be a thing. Um, and it's, it's almost and it's it, it, and I know it's going to be um, a, a sort of homage to the originals that were around when I was you know preteen. I was um I was one of these naysayers um, yeah. until I saw one of the late one of the last trailers before the release, and it had the Stay Puft Man in it, uh, yeah. but he was like burned or something. So I think it was like brought from the the last film or something. But I think after watching that, I was like, okay, fine, just to see him again. I think I want to watch the film, but I haven't. I haven't seen the film. Um, I, I will at some point. Okay, what's what's um what else um have you not watched this year that you want to watch? Uh, obviously, Kubo came out yesterday. I was out with uh, a work night out. Otherwise, I would have been at the cinema watching Kubo because I can't wait to see that. Have you? Did you watch Coraline? I've seen that before. Yes, I haven't seen that, so I I, I don't know what I'm kind of. Oh, is there a Coraline two coming out? No, no, as in like because they're the same people who made Coraline made this, right? Oh, right. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, that's exciting. I've Quick type in, quick type in. Um, loads of films this year that I haven't seen, which is not good. Ten Cloverfield Lane, I still want to watch. Um, have you seen that? Yes, yes, I did watch that. We talked. We did you speak about this. I feel like we did. Oh yeah, we did. No, let's not talk about that. Um, yeah, same studio who made Coraline made this. Like Leica. Leica films. That's exciting. That's exciting because they were really cool. Um, animations um they have a sort of solidity about them uh, with really nice natural textures that um pulls you in to the animation and makes you feel like it's a, a very tangible world even paranorman did you watch paranorman that rings a bell i don't remember paranorman it and then the box trolls oh yeah they made that as well yeah all right what else is coming out this year we're, we're a good place to sort of take a step back. Oh, so, um, I mean, massive spoilers, uh, but I might as well, they kind of irritated me, so I'm going to share them with everyone else and everyone else can have the same borderline irritation. I mean, it wasn't that irritated. It was like, oh, why are you doing this? But then I thought, okay, well, if that's the basis for what's going to happen with the in Infinity War, that'll be good. The Avengers Assemble um, animation, um, they come into contact with... Uh, the infinity gauntlet thing oh and um can't control it and it basically it takes over your mind and turns you into an evil weirdo and the only person they they could go to that could control it is uh dr strange do you know what dr strange do you know what um i saw several things this morning i was on instagram and there was a there's an account i forget the name but it had a lot of like trivia from all these films okay and um there was a shot, a picture from the set of Thor Ragnarok that someone had taken, like paparazzi had taken, but in Thor's hand was the sanctum right. um, of Doctor Strange on this piece of paper, <laughs> the address of the sanctum. So uh, there is a link. But um, what I was going to ask is, is there um, in the Avengers Assemble cartoon, yeah. animated series, sorry, 
or two, whatever. Um, does it play out the films? Um, no, it takes just... place sort of after the films. Right. Okay. So do they reference the films? Well, they reference events from the films. And right. They say, well, we, we handle this. So obviously we can handle this, this kind of stuff. Right. I'm watching season two. I haven't seen season one because I couldn't get it. Sky, Sky just got this weird shit going on with their scheduling. They kind of make something available and then take it away. And you've seen half of it and you can't get it back. And I don't know what the fuck they're playing at. Mm. It's like they're, you know, a bit like the Amazon Netflix thing you're talking about. Right, right. I think one of the things that makes them successful is not so much the content as everything's available whenever you want it. You're yep. being dictated to by some corporation's schedule where they think, yeah, we'll release this for a couple of weeks and then take it away. Why? Yep. Um, they, they did it with the, with the office and I was extremely angry when they took it off Netflix. Really annoying. Um, have you had this thing called Moana? I have, yes. Seen the trailer? Oh, okay. I've not seen the trailer. Looks good. Um, I want to see Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Yes. Have you seen Harry Potters? All Harry Potters. Have I seen all the Harry Potters? How old do you think I am? Too old. Jesus. I yes, yes, I have seen, seen them. I was, that's all I'm going to say. Did you like them? Well, yeah. Who wouldn't? Who doesn't like Harry Potter? People who haven't watched it. This is what I found. The people who haven't watched it, yeah, don't like it. But I say, well, have you seen it yet? No. So then, how do you know if you like it or not? Okay. So, I. I guess I can say that to everything. I, I grew up watching, I grew up reading a lot of science fiction and fantasy and still read loads of science fiction. Um, so those books and the fact that they made them for kids was was great just when the books were out and it was such a big deal. Um, and so when the films came out, it was it was even better because I'd sort of flicked through the books and read one of them um, and then realized that I didn't want to degrade my experience of the films by watching degrade my experience of the films by reading the books because the books are always going to be better. Yeah? Yep. So I haven't read any of the um, other books, only the first one, uh, although I'm reading the second one in Spanish, don't ask. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I've got the other ones in Spanish. That's weird. Harry. No, that's the French one. Harry. Harry. Um, Harry Potter. The Prisoner de Azkaban. Oh, um, or something, and um, I think they're so well made. They are so good, uh, and the world that they, the movie world that they've created is is right. a, is a is going to be as timeless as um, you know things like the Star Wars universe. Yep. So, fantastic piece of where to find them. It takes place in that world. Yes. Does it? It takes place in that world, but it's uh, it's almost like a prequel. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, it tells a story of... What's his name? Who? Oh, God. Who? Who is he? Who? Tell me. I need to know. Who? The guy. What's his face? Ah, oh, the guy. What? About... I'm going to... I'm going to... I know. Newt Scamander. Okay. Who that? I don't know. So I, I, um, my my favorite Harry Potter film was the last two films, or the last two. I loved the crossover with, like, quote unquote, the real world, and yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, so they were my two favorite films. I love the crossover between those, between those. I've, I've kind of always liked that when you've got a fantasy world, and they kind of always break the boundary 
in the film and step into the quote-unquote real world and we see what our world is like in comparison to theirs. It's really, I've always enjoyed that. Right. That's, that's cool. Yes, that's what was pretty cool about the trailer as well. Yep. All right. Um, anything else you're looking forward to watching? Uh, what, I mean, we sh- Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, that's out in a couple of months. Fun fact for you, actually. You can see the... For me? The Avengers Tower in the Doctor Strange t- trailer. Okay. It's in the, when he's watching, looking over New York and there's a shot of the Avengers Tower in it. It's cool. Okay. That's cool. Um, Stranger Things. You were, you mentioned it three, four times in the last few days. Started watching it. Uh, I think it's a brilliant show. This is on Netflix. I don't have Netflix. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'll, I will. Uh, I will invest in a Netflix at some point. Um, oh, I want to go take my niece and see the BFG. I think I might have missed it. Probably. Um, Speaking of, we need to watch a film. We need to. Which film? We need to watch a film. We need to watch a film. Yeah. You've been away, and I've watched not enough. Have we seen Sausage Party? No, I've been waiting to watch that with. Um, I didn't want to. I wanted to take. Um, Bavini might not be her sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I thought I might wait till you get back. Yes. Is it Assassin's Creed film coming out this year? Is it this year? Is it this year? I don't know. I keep hearing about it. Yeah, December. No. Okay. Yeah. December. Rogue One is coming December out December 13th. Oh man, I am not going anywhere in December. I think I'm just going to be in the cinema. 14th, sorry, what? December 14th. Have you seen the latest Rogue One? Trailer? Yeah. The one with Darth Vader at the end? The full trailer, yeah. When was it out? Just before you left or while you were away? I think so. I can't remember, possibly. Okay. Good. Um, not going to say anything about that. It's just everyone has to just watch. Go watch it. Go watch it. Hey, have you seen Brotherhood? What the old Brotherhood old film? No, no, no. The like the sequel to Adulthood, like Adulthood thing. Oh, thingy. Uh, no, uh, Noel Clark. Clark, yeah. Yeah. You seen no. that? No. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe I have, and it wasn't very good. I don't know. It's new. It came out this month. Oh, I watched Warcraft. What do you think of that? Hmm. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. Mixed feelings. It was shit, hmm. but watchable. I can see it probably had, may have had depth. Um, oh, I know. I remember. Okay, so come back to me. Yes, I watched it. And it was a really good film, badly made. Okay. It was a great idea for, for a story. Yep. Um, badly written, badly structured, badly produced, and very badly directed. All the focus seemed to be CG. Uh, and and that the woman that was in it that played the, the mixed race uh, troll human, that she was like some dressed up alien from a 1970s Star Trek episode. It was just 
it was terrible. And the way she was, her lines and the, it was just hammy, cheesy, um, you know, f- fantasy film that except for the CG could have been made 30, 40 years ago before that genre matured. So from that perspective, it was very disappointing. Um, yeah. What, what's her name? Paula Pants. Paula Pants. Paula Patton. Paul. Paula. 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 Patton. Yeah. She's been in a few things, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. I haven't watched, I keep waiting for my niece uh, to watch Finding Dory, and then she watched it at home. Uh, so I'm going to have to, I don't want to go and watch it by myself. So uh, take me to watch Finding Dory. Everyone's telling me good things. So, you know. Um, uh, I don't want to watch Bad, I don't want to watch Bad Neighbours 2. I, did you watch Born? No way. No, I didn't watch it, no. All right. Well, let's not say anything. What is going on here? Greengrass. Yeah, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Paul. We'll, we'll talk about that after you've seen it. Uh, so who died like this week? I don't. I'm not normally talk about sort of these kind of things, but who died? Gene Wilder. Was it this week or last week? Last week, I think. Yeah. Does that mean anything to you? Does he? Does he? A does he bit. bring back any memories of any films? Just because for my generation, that was, that was huge. Yeah, I think for me, more so it was just Willy Wonka. Yeah. It probably means more to Dad. And you, I guess, it is to me because I know he was it. Was it Richard Pryor? He was in a film with what was that film? See what I mean? That's what you've just encapsulated. Yeah, the deficit of appreciation there yep. is for Gene Wilder films. Yep. He was in many films with Richard Pryor. Yeah, that's. He's in Blazing Saddles. Oh, uh, and he's cool in that. Um, and you got to watch Blazing Saddles. He said the sheriff's getting nearer. Um, who? Willy Wonka. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I really love that character. It's probably one of my favorite characters in a film. Not the Johnny Depp version, but the Gene Wilder version. Yeah, the Johnny Depp version was equally as strange. Um, I'd say for for younger people that may not have experienced Why are uh, you American all the same. I'm not. I'm. I because I guess I am becoming American. Yeah. My parents are. Pretty much there. And now that my mom's talking about, well, we'll, we'll sponsor you. Did your mom have an American accent? It comes and goes. She's now got, because she's from um, Kenya. Right. Came here when she was a teenager. Yeah. And then buggered off to Florida. Mm. So she's got this weird hybrid accent that changes with the made up of, you know, there's like some, some African bits and some Gujarati Indian bits. Florida. And there's some... English, then most of it's English accent and then loads of words have now warped to this sort of Floridian American I went to um, them Florida and then I went to you know mate you know that kind of thing well it doesn't switch it's just <laughs> a fixed accent she doesn't sound like a broken accent machine <laughs> um, so yeah they're having a, you know they're, they're uh, uh, what the fuck was I talking about um, younger generation. Hey, Blazing Saddles. Watch Mel Brooks. I mean, gen- in general, you should watch all the Mel Brooks films. But watch Blazing Saddles. It's uh, humor from uh, 
a generation ago. And that type of humor has been expanded on in so many sort of teen um, comedies and other types of films over the last 30, 40 years that it may not seem as funny as it did. Um, But there are still some things in there which I'm sure will be just as funny. Uh, It's a hilarious, very non-PC film. It's a Mel Brooks film. That's all I need to say. If you're familiar with Mel Brooks films, you know there are no boundaries. Cool. All right. Uh, I think we've done pretty well considering we didn't plan this. We just said, let's sit, record and talk. I think so too. Is there anything we haven't gone over that you wanted to go over? Um, what do, I feel like we missed something out. We were going to talk about something else, weren't we? Well, I know you wanted to talk about some of the series things that are out there. Oh, no, as in like, like we're talking about something and then we went to something else and we didn't talk about it. I think that's it. What are we else talking about? Why do we talk about the writing? Ah. I've not been doing any of that either. See, I, I, um, I've actually been listening to Script Notes, a podcast. Script Notes? Uh, uh, Amazing. The episode I was and listening Augusty, to. And Augusty, whatever his name is. John Augusty. And Amazing? John August? What yeah, that? Script Notes. Yeah, so I listened to the episode where they were talking about the F- they had FAQs about screenwriting, screenplays. Can I just say, now that you've mentioned Script Notes... I always find it difficult for us to have what we do and for us to not somehow be influenced by or copy Scream Notes and their format and what they do and their approach, especially because both of us mm. are heavily into writing mm. as well. Mm. And I, I, I've always wanted to make sure that what we have at this relaxed sort of pub chat podcast that doesn't become what they do. Mm. Um, so it's interesting that you... So, but at times they seem very, um, ironically scripted. Yeah, it, it feels like they're reading off something. Unless that's just the way they talk. I don't no, know. no, that is how they talk. Yeah, but no, yes, I was, I was uh, listening to that FAQs about screenwriting. Great tips. Um, and it just kind of made me want to. Just make something more. So me and me and Kushala are in the process of trying to figure out an idea for a movie slash series or something. Yeah. So you write things, mm-hmm. and I write things. Although my thing is mainly um, stories that I want to uh, uh, drafts and treatments that I want to turn into um, novels. And yeah. I've got a big thing about. Um, I was going to say I've got a big thing about science fiction, but when I, I recently I've been um, investigating what I do. And I don't actually like that much science fiction, especially when it's unexplained gibberish mm. and technobabble. I really yep. hate technobabble. Yep. Um, so I realized that there is a name for my own perspective and what I like to do when I'm writing, and that is that I'm a futurist. And everything I do has to have Tony a Stark. fun... Ha- every, huh? Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Okay. Tony Stark, you see, those stories are science fiction and there's uh, things about me that irritate them. Things about those that irritate... Not, nothing about me that irritates them. Yep. I just said that the wrong way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but futurism, mm. where you extrapolate what we already know and understand um, is a big thing. And rationalization and respect for basic foundations of... Um, 
knowledge, science, and understandings of the reality around us. That's a huge thing for me. Yeah. And that's the thing where I, I love what the Marvel films have done. Mm. Because they've taken Thor and they've said, yeah, gods and magic is just space shit. Again, just sidetrack trivia. Yeah. Um, I was reading this thing and apparently Thanos is, I think, the only or one of the few people who can actually hold Mjolnir because he dispels Mjolnir. Mjolnir because he dispels the magic around it. Okay. Which makes him worthy to hold, which will be interesting to see. Well, see, the whole, what, what is the, and this is where they get into magic, but it's basically bullshit. It is bullshit, but the Marvel are always trying to project some kind of technological explanation behind everything. With the exception of the magic, because that doesn't make any sense. What magic? Well, this is the thing. So we, we, we spoke about this, I think, a couple of episodes ago about, you know, the bullshit science and the techno babble in, in Marvel films. Yes. But when it crosses the line to Asgard, there's just unexplained bullshit. Rainbow Bridge. Yes, that's that becomes that becomes science fiction, and yeah. they tried to found some of it in sort of some kind of scientific basis, but it's yeah. just a flop. Um, I think the, the I think when this is going to get difficult is in this in the Doctor Strange film. Yes, that's going to be strange. Yeah, strange. That's going to be really weird because this whole time we've been seeing explanation. I don't know. I guess it's a good contrast, though, isn't it? Because we, this whole time we've been seeing, quote unquote. Um, realistic um, I was going to say logical but um, I suppose to some extent believable explanations for these characters but then you introduce magic into the mix and all of a sudden what the crap is going on yeah it's going to get really difficult what kind of stuff do you write um, see this is the issue I have and I'm sure a lot of other writers have this issue is writing an idea uh, and and struggling to find an ending for it. Okay. Do you ever get that? Like, do you, you have the beginning, you have the middle, you know everything that's going to happen apart from the end. No, I find the middle hard. I can do beginnings and endings fine. See, then I, I, I tried this new thing where I tried writing a story from the ending of another story. Does that make sense? Right. So everything's just happened or we're in the midst of everything that just happened. I think I find that easier so you've already had some event that's occurred and you're in the midst of it. This has happened, blah, 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 blah. And it ends in a cliffhanger. I can do that. Okay. So this is what's going to be interesting is that I'm, I want to take the stuff that I do and how I write and the things I like to write about and the ideas and concepts, uh, which are all really large scale sort of concepts um, and mix them with the, um, the, the kind of stuff that, that you've so far been experimenting with, which is... Um, stories about very sort of um uh what's the word filtered down unique um scalpeled off relationship situations yep little little um dialogues between just two people i love that i just, i don't know why i don't know why i love the idea of two characters talking for a long time um with them talking about like something really meaningful and the camera is just on these guys for just an extended period of time is something that I don't know I, I kind of like my short film that I did yeah the scene in the bar mm -hmm, that was probably the best scene in there right I agree yeah uh, that's 
the scene in the film, in my short film that I made, the bar scene, yeah, which has just two characters talking about themselves and talking about the past and what they want to do, is the kind of stuff I want to I want to do more of. Nothing fancy. It's just shot of these guys and just them talking about real stuff. So I guess I guess um, our desire to write and explore stories and other people's stories and then therefore understand story structure and then emit that structure in our own work is what's driven us to to talk about and criticize films here with this podcast so that i guess that has relevance yeah you wanted to what did you want to do? just mention it today though yeah i guess just heads up everybody that kind of thing my coffee's now been cold for an hour and a half, I'm you still gonna sip it. Iced coffee. Mm. Still tastes good, man. <laughs> See, that comes from buying coffee from good places. Where'd you get it from? Little. Little. That's a little funny. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'll be. I'll be fair. I mean, little coffee's not the best. Where you got? Where you got some from? It's Aldi not here? bad. It's no. good for the and for the price. It's fucking cheap. The quality's alright. Their food quality's decent. Yeah. Um. They have an Aldi where Kim lives. Yeah, Aldi's are huge. Aldi's little's are huge. Um, anything else non-film related this last um, couple of weeks? A few no. weeks? Do you want any picks? I think we're just trying to catch up with life here, really. That's a good pick. Yep. Catch up. Catch with up life. with life. I recommend everyone catches up with life. Every so often, it's required that you catch up with life. No, I think that's it. Really, I mean, um, I'm just trying to get back into the swing thing. Figure uh, out what's with the new um. Buddhist monk get up. So if you haven't seen, you can head to the Facebook, uh, the Movieville Facebook page and you can see that I've shaved my head. I have And no kept your me. beard and styled it. And so you're like my... a trendy Buddhist monk. I'm a trendy Buddhist monk. Who was that? There was a... Uh, yeah, so I shaved my head. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that's it really, I think. Um... Would you recommend it? Yes. God, yes. Why? It's just easier. Just shave your head. Don't have to worry about anything else. Don't have to style it. Don't have to wake up thinking, crap, I forgot to style my hair. Okay. Uh, anything new I've had? Saint Ustachillo uh, or something is uh, this uh, coffee from Marks and Spencer's. Mm. It's like a wood smoked coffee or something. It comes in a yellow tub. Uh, I don't know how long they're going to have it for. I've had it in my local one and I bought it. I use it with an AeroPress and with a cafetiere, but the bit's better with an AeroPress. Yeah, I tried some new whiskey. Oh, uh, for my birthday. Yes. Uh, like a lonely old man, I bought myself a bottle of Talisker Sky and uh, poured myself a glass to congratulate myself on making it through another year of life without letting life destroy me. Um. It was fucking nice. It was brilliant. I think, I don't know why, but it was the best whiskey I've tasted so far. Really? Granted, I've tasted four whiskeys, but yeah, no, five now. I tried a different one in Canada. Okay. I forget what it's called, though. I mean, I drink, uh, most of the stuff I've got are ILA whiskeys and they're smoky whiskeys. Um, Lafroig, Lagavulin, and all this kind of stuff, and regular Talisker. Talisker Sky apparently is from a, I don't know, I need to look it up. There's from a, the Isle of Sky. There's a Talisker Storm as well, which is just from the sea. It's just brewed in a storm. I went to I went to Asda yesterday. I was so tempted to buy it. Well, I don't I don't know what that one tastes like. The it sky was, is oh, no, beautiful. The sky, sky was there. Sky tastes good. Um, it's a nice smoky one. Anything else new? 
No, my niece has been making this lovely. I don't. I shouldn't be having wheat. It's extremely bad for me. And so my niece, who's six and she loves baking, has been making these um, almond flour cakes for me, saying, "Oh, these are for you because you can't have wheat. They're wheat fr- fl- free." Are they? Yeah, and she's so sharp because Bavini said, "Oh, well, let's make some flourless cakes," and she said, and Anya said, "Anya's the niece." No. They're not flourless because they've got almond flour in them. They're wheatless. Ah. <laughs> we, we adults seem to forgive each other for these things, but um, you can't get it past her. Mm-hmm. She's smart. Yeah. Clever girl. So um, that's it, really. It's been a fairly chilling summer. Next thing I want to do is uh, change some of the stuff on the site, but we'll come back to that. Um well, are we going to get back on schedule and do first Saturday of October? Yes. October? Yes. We've got some planning to do then. Yep. Cool. Why don't we do this? Yep. Let's go and watch shitloads of films between now and then. Yep. So we're not talking about films that we want to watch. Absolutely. <laughs> that does, that's just... That just... Yep. Poor it's planning. Heartbreaking. Um, I just did, I wanted to say a note about the website and the Facebook page. Uh, you will see more content coming up on the website now that we have a decent and stable system. Um, uh, hopefully we can put some more relevant content on there. There won't always be reviews or whatever, just opinions on things that have happened, I think. Um, even just opinions on news bits and, and casting choices and things like that. More so of what, more stuff that you hear on the podcast, I guess. Um, just an extended in written form. Um, and I think, was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I wouldn't add anything to that except uh, we use Ghost to yes. uh, as our blog engine behind the blog, and their upgrade experience is a pile of shite. Thank you, Ghost, for wasting hours of my life. Damn it to hell, Ghost! Um, the end result is nice, but um, Jesus, sort that out. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, complaining about open source software again. It's free for <laughs> fuck's sake. There's always something wrong. All right, cool. I was, let's uh, call it a day there. If you like this, check us out on iTunes. Hit subscribe, and that is your collection. We're on Stitcher, that's your thing. Facebook is... Facebook is like a networking sort of... You can find us on Facebook as well. You can find exclusive videos of the podcast and other heated conversations we may have. We're both on Twitter, so you can find me on at Movieville Khajad and Kushal on at Kushal You uh, and I think that'll be it for this week. See you in four. Oh, <laughs>